haven't you been crying for an interview? <laughs> I haven't actually, no. No, how are you, Ben? You all right? I'm good. <laughs> I guess I wasn't reaching out because I just figured the UFC was going to have it, was going to do this. So I said, figured, instead of talking twice... Yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, uh, I was, I was, I was thinking about getting in touch with you after the uh, after the Josh fight, but I heard a rumbling that there might be a fight made quite quick, so I just held off a little bit. So um, you must be you must be pretty pleased. I mean, first off, let, let's let's talk about the Josh fight first. Um, you know, the, you know, the momentum just carries on for you, and uh, given it was it was Josh, and you know everything he's done in the sport, does that does that win sort of rank as probably the best of your career? Do you think? I, everything I said in the in the cage, if you listen to my after fight interview, was it's all spoken from the heart. It was true. You know, I'm going to go on and I'm going to have some huge, huge wins in my career, and it's still going to be one of the biggest the ones in my career. And uh, in terms of in terms of how you won that fight, obviously it's becoming it's a bit like the uh, MMA's version of the Jedi mind trick because it's this 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 go go choke is it's become the talk of uh, the talk of mixed martial arts. Everybody wants to know about it. Um, it's it's like a it's almost like a, a secret, a secret special move that you get in Street Fighter or something. Um, obviously, you, you know you aren't going to want to reveal all the details about it. But tell me how you came to came to actually learn it off your coach, Luis Claudio, and, and what it feels like to be in the choke. That's probably the best question to ask you. I described the choke. I described the choke as throwing your head right into a bear trap. And, and you can imagine what that would be like. It would probably just end you instantly. So it's uh, the choke's different than average. So you see a rear naked choke is, uh, or a triangle, for instance. When you apply them, they're blood chokes. You stop the blood. You know, you'll pass out. So when, you, you, when someone taps out and you let go of it, you know, you feel okay after. The go-go choke's a little different. It does physical damage and chokes you unconscious. So even after you let go of it, people grab their throat because it crushes your cavicle, it crushes your Adam's apple. That's what go-go means in Portuguese. It means Adam's apple. So that's where, you know, like any choke would be, it goes right to the center of the throat. And it's just very effective. It's very hard to defend against. And it's something that, you know, it's unique to us. That you know, Hicks and Gracie is, I feel, one of the greatest black belts of all time. And jiu-jitsu constantly evolves and constantly setting the bar for Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And when he asked Luis to show him this, we were just—I don't think there's a higher form of respect than that. You know, that Luis Claudio is now pushing the bar of jiu-jitsu. He's—he's creating new concepts and new ways and new moves that are completely revolutionary to the sport. And it's not going to end with the go-go. I mean, I'm not going to purposely throw myself on the ground for no reason, but it's going to happen, I'm sure. And when it does, I'm going to shock the world because there's more than just a go-go coming. Like I said, if I, I, I train off of my back frequently, so I'm very comfortable off my back. I have an array of deadly submissions from there. And if I'm on top of you, I just feel sorry for you. It's that bad. And um, that's, uh, I think it's why my confidence is so high because I believe in my striking 100%. And I believe in my ground work is just as much. So I really do not care where the fight goes. The game plan is simple. I'm going to end you on the feet. I'm going to end you on the ground. Brilliant. And in terms of this this fight you've got coming up with, with Junior, I mean, first off, do you think this is probably the best available fight for you right now, given everything that's happening around Fabricio and the injuries? It, that, that it, it is. It is. That's why, that's why I accepted it. 
Uh, the, the lowdown I've tried to pull on social media and several of my interviews have explained the situation that, you know, Alistair Overeem was in the mix. I've already fought him, but I'll fight whoever. If you're in front of me, you know, I have to take you out, then I will. But he is dealing with, I guess, contract negotiations, but he's also saying he has a shoulder injury. Andre Orlovsky says he has a shoulder injury. Cain Velasquez has a noted, documented back injury. And then finally, Travis Brown was supposed to take this fight with Junior DeSantos. He accepted the fight. It was a lock. And then apparently his doctor said that he would not clear him to fight because of his foot. So that leaves the four top heavyweights besides Stipe and Verdum out of the mix. And basically, the UFC said, you know, I didn't have to fight, but they said I was looking at a 10-month layoff, and I don't feel like waiting right now. Junior DeSantos needed a fight. This is a guy that's beat Stipe, he's beat Verdum, and he's beat Cain Velasquez, and he's a former heavyweight champion. So this is a huge fight, and uh, like I said, I was just excited to take it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much sure that I, I know what answer is going to come here, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Has there been any indication from the UFC that there may be a title shot for you if you get past this one? Nothing's been said, but I, I, for me, I feel like I feel like it's going to be over the top. You know, a five five fight win streak with finishes is, is what I'm, I'm looking to build here. I already have a lot of the fan support, but I feel like this is the fight to help put it over the top, where I'll just be the undisputed number one champ. I'll feel that way then, and uh, I think that'll help me be more vocal to get what I want. And uh, I believe the UFC will be on board. Yes, it, it, it would. It would be. It would be pretty hard to ignore at that point. I mean, it's pretty hard to ignore right now, to be fair. But I mean, with another win by stoppage over Junior, you know, I don't think there's going to be. I don't think there can really be too much argument. Um, given given what you were saying earlier about, um, you know, when when you do eventually end up in a fight that goes to the floor. You're gonna, you know, you've got you've got these other these other um, jiu-jitsu skills ready ready for whoever it is that takes you down. Looking at this fight with Junior, it doesn't look on paper as if this is going to be the fight to do it because Junior's he, he pretty much he's a pure striker. He very rarely looks to take the fight to the mat. Does that actually make your preparation a little bit easier insofar as I wouldn't say he's a one-dimensional fighter, but he certainly has an area that he he definitely prefers to strike, doesn't he? Not really, because um, just like I've been training, say the last you know the last four years, it's always about winning the title. So I'm, I'm I have to prepare myself to defeat anyone. So that, right now it'd be Verdum, Stipe, Kane. I look at their fighting style. Look at all three of their fighting styles. I have to be ready to defeat everything that they bring. And Junior's no different. You know what I mean? He he he's a, he likes to stand on the feet. But if you look at his fight against. Um, it's been a while, but it was against. Um, I'm losing his name right now for some reason. He's been out of the. He retired. You know what I'm talking about? He fought him for a. I think it was a. Uh, a vacant title. Uh, I'm just scanning down his. Uh, a lot of knockouts. He had a lot of knockouts. He's a big guy. Gilbert. Uh, not not Gilbert. He's right there. Not Gilbert Ivel. No, uh, big white guy. Big oh, Shane, Car- white guy. Sh- Shane Carwin. Shane Carwin. Shane Carwin. Junior hit some doubles, didn't he? Yeah. yeah so yeah, he the, the idea is, is that I'm expect I expect anything and everything when I fight. I don't care if the guy has a all of his fights have been on the feet. No, I'm the one guy that he's going to try to take down. You know, 
I got that, you know, people start start getting worried about the, the ground game that I'm possessing now. They're going to try and keep it on the feet. That's fine, too. I mean, I mean, really, this is what mixed martial arts is all about. Any guys that are afraid to go somewhere, it's just too blatant of a weakness nowadays. You can't, you can't get away with it anymore. You really just have to be ready for everything. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta find what it is that you don't want to be. Wherever, whatever positions that you're no good at, that's what you gotta work at. And it just blows my mind how a lot of these guys don't get that. You know, I watch, I watched a world champion get mounted and have no idea how to get out and lost his world title from the mount. And that blows my mind. And I, I didn't even know that existed in this day and age, but it does. You know, because there's some of these guys get the mentality of, well, you're not going to get me there. You know, nobody's going to take me down. Nobody's going to get the mount on me. So I just won't ever practice it. And uh, I guess that's what makes the sport so interesting because then guys like that are going to lose. Yeah. And uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, actually, is obviously you're going to be fighting in Europe. Um, and uh, you seem over the last the last year or so, you seem to have built up a real a real connection with the fans on this side of the pond. Particularly, I'm in the UK and um, obviously in, in in Ireland as well. You really seem to have uh, built a strong fan base on this side of the pond. Uh, what do you put that that down to? Because obviously, you know, we're I think I don't think you fought over here. Certainly not for a long time. If you have, so it's you know you you were here for the Dublin show. But um, what do you put your popularity down to? Because it seems like there's a real groundswell of support behind you right now. Coming to Dublin 100% helped build my, my fan base. You know, the fans just, first of all, I got to meet so many of them. So they got to meet me and know that I'm really about it and know that I am about the fans and I mean everything that I say. And when I say that I'm fighting for the fans and every time I say thank you, it has more meaning because now they've got to meet me and they know that I'm a man of my word. And... Just to just to come there when I didn't have to, they really appreciated that. And the UFC had set up a lot of things that week, and it just really let me shine. I got to do the question and answer. I got to I got to go to a couple meet and greets, and I just really took advantage of it. And then just I uh, was embraced by the by the Ireland fans, and, and you know there was a lot of a lot of English fans came as well, so it was really good. And I know I just want to get England behind me because I'm Big Ben. <laughs> and I probably should fight in London someday, you know. So um, it's just and it's just awesome to be here because you know this is a lot of my heritage. You know, it's my family. A lot of my family came from came from here. So I feel like I'm getting to fight for everybody. You know. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. And and, and one more for you before we go. Um, it's, it's, it's your first main event in the UFC. Um, you know, you talked about doing some of those fan interaction things, a bit more media stuff, obviously. You know, you, you know there were things going on in your career, so you, you know you held a lot of interviews over in, in Dublin as well. Um, how how exciting and how much does it mean to you to actually be be the guy on the poster, be the headline act, um, and to it, be it the guy that everyone's looking forward to? It, it was also another factor into accepting this fight. As I got to be the main event. If you look at the last ten years, how many main events have there been? You know, there's two fighters, and some fighters take that spot multiple times. There's not even 500, you know. Over the course of 10 years, out of all the main events all the UFCs had, it's not even 500, and it's, it's amazing if you think about it. And I get to be one, so it's like kind of it's like historic. So it's uh, I'm very proud of it, and um, it's just uh, I think it's the first of many. You know, I think uh, it's my time to shine. 
Well, brilliant. It's going to be it's going to be making history as well. First event in Croatia. Um, I'm going to be over there for it, so it's going to be it's going to be great fun to be over there and to uh, catch up with you before the fights and, and hopefully after the fights as well. Hope preparation goes well and you can stay stay fit and healthy. And uh, I look forward to watching you in action on April the 10th. Ben, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Great. Thank you so much.